Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. So we're back in the studio. Eric, you're joining with us, joining us this week. Yes. We are inching closer and closer to Halloween. Uh, I love Halloween. Do you guys love Halloween? I do enjoy it. Uh, although Eric and I were just talking the other day about how people have become seemingly more obsessed with it lately. Do you think? Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe it's on the back of you know everyone's latent obsession with true crime maybe that could have something to do with it i I think that's a tenuous connection but (laughs) i'll allow it (laughs) something that would cause me to go absolutely mad yes (laughs) um is walking into my basement and finding the floor covered in blood which may sound appropriate for the current holiday season halloween but that's an actual thing that happened uh Thankfully, it was not human blood. So it it looked like a scene from a horror film. Um, a man, uh, this homeowner, walked down to his basement and saw that the floor was filled with how many inches, Eric? Five, five, five inches? inches of animal blood, fat, and bones as a result of Ugh. drainage from a meat locker next door. Terrifying. Got to vomit. Yeah. Well, he lived next door to this place that I I guess does meat processing and the neighbors were putting remains down a floor drain, which is connected to his pipes and one of the the pipes, I guess, either burst or somehow backed up. And uh, yeah, this guy ended up, he walked down into his basement. He's going to put his house on the market. Uh, yeah, the, the local report. He was. Yeah, the local report says that he was putting his house on the market, and then they found five inches of animal <laughs> blood on his. Oh, that'll stop a sale. Floor. Yeah. Like, what do you? So, okay. So here's the question, and we were talking about this a little bit in the office. What do you do? Well, there there are crime scene cleanup people that will come out. This is a little this extreme. Five inches I, of blood. I know. I know. You 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 would vacuum it up. Mm-hmm. Um, like a like a. Like a um, you would flood, yeah, exactly. You, you, kind of similar situation to a flood, exactly. And then <laughs> you a blood sump pump, a blood flood, a blood flood. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, you'd have to kind of get a, a hose or something to suck it all out, and then. But then you've go got from, the stains. I mean, there's a picture I guess you of could him. Power wash, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like it's a finished basement, so I I guess that's a good thing. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of their stuff did get destroyed. So yeah, the the owners of the meat processing place next door said they're working with the insurance company to take care of the reimbursing the family. But uh, yeah, they there is some work ahead. Like I say, you have to suck that blood out, and then <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> and then from there, yeah, then there's a, a cleanup, and I'm sure there's a there's an odor that they have to dispense with. I mean, yeah, I don't oh, know. I didn't even think about the odor. I don't want to know. Like oh, the odor. Yeah. Oh. God. So um, well, yeah. It's a. It's a, <laughs> from one. <laughs> it was a creepy story, and it it kind of hit us at the right time. Uh, you know, Halloween time, and it just it seems almost too weird to be true that you'd walk down to your basement and find blood. Yeah, it, it seems like a well timed disaster. Yeah. to happen from one gruesome topic to another. You guys remember the serial killer John Gain Wacy? <laughs> <laughs> John Kane Wacy. <laughs> <Is it> John? <laughs> oh, oh 
man. <laughs> oh yeah, he was really terrified. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. That was a good one. Let's let's try that again. <laughs> you guys remember the serial killer John Wayne Gacy, right? Well, I do. Yeah, I I remember. I mean, he, you know, he was uh, plying his craft in the seventies, which is before your time, and I was just still a young boy, so it's not like <laughs> plying his craft. Yeah. That's a nice way to say abducting and murdering little boys. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was 30, one of the 30, most... 33 boys and men um, committed terrible atrocities in the 70s. And buried right. he was... many of them around and underneath his home outside of Chicago. Um, he was known as the clown killer. The house where he committed his crimes was torn down uh, in 79. However, um, they built a new one on the land and that house is up for sale i mean it is a little poltergeisty you know the movie poltergeist where they were you know ended up being on an indian burial ground right i mean the the, the Mm. bodies have been long extracted and there is nothing there is no evidence that case of gacy's crimes at this house but it's just a it's just kind of a creep factor or an ick factor and would you do it i don't think i would be worried about buying this house it just looks like a normal house in general it seems like you tend to take that approach you're not really bothered or deterred yeah by this no, kind of thing if it comes no, to real estate i mean th- this happened a long time ago and like natalie said the house was the house where he did the crimes or the you know the property was torn down in 1979 so And to be clear, the bodies are not still there. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be clear about. (laughs) Um, They are no longer there. They were dug up. It's clear of dead bodies. So uh, that's, you know, but but some people still believe that the spirits stay. um, Right. Well, there's a bad juju. Yeah, it's a small, there's a small stigma attached as there would be, even though the house is long gone. Right. And the new one is rather. Um, I think we called it in the article cheerful looking and it is. I mean it's a, a nice enough looking yeah, home. Like a... Yeah, let's let's discuss the interiors a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suburban home. It's a it's just very beige. Rachel, you said you liked it. I said it's charming enough. I mean it just it's not what you would think. It doesn't scream serial killer to me. <laughs> <laughs> very few homes do scream serial killer. It's not run down. It's not, no. you know, it's, it's been well maintained. I mean, if you so. were looking for houses that scream serial killer, we did a listicle uh, about 10 days ago of homes that were abandoned. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. all 10 of those homes, if you were casting or doing location scouting for a serial killer type movie, any of those homes would have fit the bill. Yeah, but, this house, this house, right. but this house is, you know, just nondescript. Looks like a suburban home. Did we say? I don't think we said the town where it's located. It's in, no, it's just outside. We said it was outside Chicago, but it is in, okay. Um, yeah, it's in Norwood Park Township, right. Illinois, and it's been on the market. And it's listed for four hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars. Four hundred fifty nine, and it's been on the market since early August, and it's had three successive price cuts of ten thousand dollars at, mm. at a time, and now it's at four fifty nine. I mean, I think it could definitely stand for an interior update. Uh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty outdated looking. So right. um, it looks clean. It looks clean, but, but it's very very eighties inside. It's a nice starter home, I would say. Sure. Or you know, a fixer upper if somebody wants to come in and redo it with their own touch. As long as you can get over 
What happened there? I don't like the mismatch. There's like brick and then the two little like. Yeah, those two things in the middle. Windows. Yeah. The, those are like siding. Why do they not match? This is uh, a uh, this is a problem with McMansions. It's like the different kind of you know textures and the the, right. the roof lines just jutting out from all weird angles. I, this is not not a good look for me. It's also like kind of a Midwest Southern thing. I see that a lot. It's kind um, of a, it's it's a mush. It's a it's like a mush of different styles with that that window in the front. Yeah. Um, but again, totally fine. <laughs> For somebody who needs a starter home, although for four fifty nine, I don't know that. Yeah, that's not really a starter <clears throat> home price, unless it's you know it depends on. Maybe that's an expensive neighborhood. Who knows? Yeah, do we know anything about the neighborhood? No, it's been on the market for sixty nine days though. Ooh. Nice. Hey yo. Ah, nice. Nice. Yeah, no, I mean it's one hundred eighty four dollars a square foot, so it's not. It's not cheap yeah Mm-mm. i feel like we're all, we're all kind of like huh yeah this yeah it's stumping us a little not bit. cute and it's on a serial killer property and it's really expensive wow and looking at <laughs> looking at the map here it is it's like just like blocks away from o'hare airport it's like you're, is it really yeah, you're like you're like basically i mean you're probably hearing plane noise day and night i would guess click on the map just click on the map in the listing and you'll see it's like it looks just like yeah there's an la fitness oh gosh you could walk to o'hare the second busiest airport in the country i think or the busiest i mean it's busy enough you could certainly like you could you could walk there that's crazy okay so clearly (laughs) there are a lot of negatives to this place um I mean, which explains why it's been on the market for 69 days. Maybe, I mean, have we seen situations in which having a gruesome murder or serial killer attached to the property is a good thing? Like inflates the price. We just uh, did the story this summer with the the house where the Lobianca murders occurred, where the Manson Mm -hmm. murders occurred. And your friend Zach Baggins snapped that up in no time at all. And... I read somewhere that Zach Baggins is actually interested in buying this house, too. I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe they were like, let's try to attract someone like that. You know, someone who's infatuated with serial killers and the occult and who has some money to spend. We love Amazon. You love Amazon. It's a great place to go for toilet paper. Uh, It's a good place to go for... (laughs) That's that's the first thing you go there for. I do buy my toilet paper on Amazon. Hmm. Yeah. Subscribe and save, uh, baby. A lot of people do go there to buy Halloween decorations. And they actually rank their best sellers for Halloween. First of all, do you let me just ask you guys, do you decorate for Halloween in your homes? No. Uh, I live in an apartment, so I do not. We were, I was, again, talking with Eric about this. A couple days ago, and Eric, I believe you said you would only decorate if you could do something really horrifying and scary. Yeah, I, I, I'm not with like the cartoony kind of fun Halloween stuff, you know, like the inflatables. I, I'd want to make it really creepy and scary. What do you like? I, what qualifies as really scary to you? Uh, well, I have some, you know, I I know what music I would play and kind of, you know, set the mood and then have it be just dark 
and with just candles and I would wear kind of maybe like something with like a I'm thinking like that the the hooded you kind sound of, like uh, you're describing a date yeah <laughs> set the mood yeah set the mood music set the mood yeah. with candles yeah, candles it's yeah take a bath um, <laughs> that would be scary <laughs> that would be scary Have fun in any event I would want it to be pretty scary and so I was looking at like what Amazon what are people buying on Amazon right now and what we're seeing right th- at this moment, the the page says it updates hourly. So when we, uh, when you look at this page, it may be different from what we're seeing. But right now, the top seller is something that I think I would buy. I don't know. I mean, it, it, the reviews on it were kind of bad, but it's a 72-inch cocoon corpse decoration, something that you would hang from, say, your front porch, and it looks like something like a corpse is hanging in a kind of cocoon or, or web. In terms of the the decor, the stuff that you can get on Amazon, yeah, it, it is a lot of creepy junk. I mean, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of just plastic crap. Same thing that they sell at Christmas time. It's just who would ever want this junk? What would you do with it? Well, why would you well, have this on your lawn, Eric? What do you think about the 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 severed the severed arm? <laughs> How strange! <laughs> a, and it also a, has I, well the, the, this. The severed arm only has two stars out of five. What what could they do wrong on a? St- I was just gonna say the severed arm has two stars, and we have to look at the rating. But the severed yeah, leg like, has four stars. Very cheaply made. Hand came right off sleeve. <laughs> the hand is horrible. Maybe you want to go waste for the of, severed leg instead. Waste of money. This person says the toy is broken so quick. Extremely cheap. The toy is broken so quickly that it is broken. Never wear it in a car. Don't waste your time. Horrible quality. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a bunch of cheap junk, and people are upset that they bought a bunch of cheap junk. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, mean, <laughs> I guess because people want to be able to buy something that they can store away and then pull out year after year after right. year. And if it's only good Some for one these... season, that's annoying. Yeah, I guess. There's one, um, the number 10, the Gothic Vampire Head. That has 141 ratings, and it has four and a half stars. So this is a good one. That's people. a good buy. That's a good yeah, buy. This is, that, this is a good, you know, if, if you're looking to invest <laughs> in some Halloween decorations, this one. All right. So he, this guy says, purchased two of these to be used on 2016 Halloween night in Waikiki, Hawaii. I walked around with two of these, one with a fake 16-inch plastic pierced, pla- uh, fake 16 inch knife pierced right through with fake gooey blood oozing out at the opposite end the other head had a very large cleaver stuck in it again with fake gooey blood oozing out heads were a big hit among all different costumes and their accessories heads are very well made size and weight of each is so realistic very impressed with the cost also well worth the price very realistic heads yeah my question (laughs) on this is how does the guy know the size and weight of a head is very realistic (laughs) Yeah, that's speaking of John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> we need to yeah. look into this guy. Yeah, um, I, if this is in fact a true, a, a real, I, could be disturbing. Maybe he's a medical student. We don't. He's know. a he's a retired firefighter. Oh. They God. probably deal with some heads, right? Yeah, I guess. From time to time. The the <laughs> so. the one one star review just says it would not fit. <laughs> fit what? It would Where? not fit what? Exactly. The, the, <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we fitting heads into? I'm confused. Here we go. It would not fit. This one I don't really understand. Oh, wait, maybe I do. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Inflatable, that's from Ghostbusters, right? right. Yeah, but that seems like something Eric would really like. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, I just leave that up year-round in my front yard. Well, there's something you don't see every day. I tried to think of the most harmless thing. Something I loved from my childhood. Something that could never, ever possibly destroy us. Mr. Stay Puffed. Nice thinking, Ray. We used to roast Stay Puffed marshmallows by the fire at Camp Wakanda. Oh, no. Mother puss bucket. A <laughs> hundred... Oh, yeah, of course. Because, I mean, what what do you have better to spend 130 bucks on than an inflatable marshmallow? Than a marshmallow inflatable. Speaking of terrifying. (laughs) Speaking of haunted houses. Truly. um, People were crazy about this story, and they wanted to make sure that you wrote about it, that you knew about it, Eric, right? Yes. uh, This was another one where, you know, I'm hearing from people inside and outside the company saying, oh, my gosh, have you seen this house? And yeah, I had seen it, and we ended up writing about it last Friday. It's in New York. I think I want to say it's in the Hudson area, like upstate a little bit. The house itself has a, I mean, it's it's wild inside. I mean, there's a lot of questions that arise when you look at these listing photos. There's an indoor pool. You know, it's a very odd-looking kind of contemporary home. And then there's a room where it's just full of drums, and there's like a recording recording studio. And then you kind of get to the piece de resistance towards the end. There's a room in the house that is a replica of the old office. Yeah. And it's, you know, in the same shape. It has the blue carpet with the presidential seal, a big desk, the the couches, the flags. It's it's a whole... So this is those one of those listings where people just immediately are like, what the heck? What? How did this come to be? Uh, so we ended up talking to the agent last week, and she kind of explained it, broke it down for us, and we ended up speaking with the wife of the, you know, the couple that owns this house and how it came to be. They they were living in Hawaii, and that's why they wanted an indoor pool because she insisted that they they had to have be close to the water. And they, he's a music professor at Juilliard, and that's the reason for the drums mm. and. They, the architect that was working with them joked and said, well, you know, why don't we just give you an Oval Office, too? And they said, okay. And so they, the architect drew up plans for an Oval Office, and they went ahead and built it. So the arc, Okay, so they didn't move into this place, and it was an existing Oval no, room. No, they were like, no. let's dream, dream house, dream room. Oval right. Office. Yeah, makes exactly. Sense. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. Okay. Because, you know... Yeah, so the the downstairs space, the guy's name is Greg Knowles, the owner of the home. And so the downstairs space is, is dubbed Gregland. And like I said, the architect kind of said, you know, you need a big and important office. How about an Oval Office? And they did it. And they took their inspiration from the West Wing, which I've never seen. But um, So they're big West Wing heads. I don't yeah. know that they're – I mean, they didn't really say if they're big West Wing heads. I assume they are it's because they, they took it as uh, – you know, they took their inspiration from the West Wing. But they Took it quite literally. <laughs> yes. And so, so do we know Do we know why they're selling if this is – I mean, their dream home? Yeah, they uh, they are going somewhere warmer. They're both retiring or, you know, they're – yeah, they're both retiring. They don't need to live in New York, and I think they probably want somewhere warmer. 
Mm-hmm. So they're they're selling this custom residence, wow. but uh, yeah, it's t- it's a ten thousand square foot home. It's on the market for what is it two point seven nine million? Yeah, and, and like I say, the agent that we spoke with last Friday said people have already just been blowing her up trying to get trying to get in touch with her about this place to to just ask about it or to actually make offers to ask about it. I think she uh-huh. the the first wave is probably people like us wanting to know what the heck is this house mm-hmm. all about. Again, we've talked about this so many times. It, because it's one person's vision, it's going to be tough to sell right. this home for its asking price, I think, because it's so wrapped up in their vision. It's going to yeah. take a very distinctive buyer to say, oh, I, I like Greg and Katie's vision, and I'll go for that 84-degree, heated to 84-degree year-round indoor pool. It's a huge house, though. It's um, almost 10,000. You might have said this already, Eric. It's almost 10,000 square feet. Uh so it's, you know, whoever buys this, they have a lot of square footage to work with. Maybe they'll keep that Oval Office as <laughs> is. Uh, it's a conversation piece. So. Yeah, I, th- I think sure. I would keep the Oval Office. I mean, and, you know, of course, the first thing that comes to mind when you see this listing and you have, we hadn't talked to the agent, it's like, is this person a big fan of the president, the current president? Is he a, a historian? Why is he so right. enamored? He's a fan of Jed Bartlett. It definitely, it's a good replica. It's... It's very, very accurate. It's time now for Real Estate Winners and Losers. This is a segment at the end of the episode where we discuss celebrities and the houses that they bought, sold, or rented. We have one loser and one winner, and uh, we will tell you why right now. Our loser, let's start with our loser, Eric. Yeah. uh, This one's for the fans of... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. Uh, cue the sad trombone for Dorit and her husband, PK. Uh, she's she's a very divisive figure on the show. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know that she has a ton of fans, Mm-mm. but she, she uh, keeps coming back. So Dorit and PK bought a place in 2016, right around the time they were being cast on Beverly Hills. And they paid around six point five, six and a half million for this house in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, and they then tried to sell it right away. Like one year later, they put it on the market for twelve point seven five. No, but no bites. <laughs> yeah. Then twenty seventeen, they cut the price to eleven million. One year later, so they cut it almost by two million, and then still no bites. Now it's back on the market for seven and a half million, which is just a bit above what they paid for it. This place is having a real tough time getting sold and there you know there's constantly rumors who knows if they're true or not about PK and Dorit being in financial troubles or financial difficulties. It's kind of uh, the timing of this house reappearing on the market right after there was some, some uh, a new story just within the past month about them having some unsettled debts up up to 1.2 million it seems yeah, more than coincidental that the house just landed on the market right uh, yeah so, more than coincidental um yeah it's so we'll a, see i remember it's a, you know it's a fine looking house it's I a big think house part of the problem is that it, it doesn't really it's like kind of in a weird lot if i remember correctly it's yeah. it's it's more vertical than horizontal it's there's not a lot of uh lot space to spread out so I think that that was part of the difficulty in selling it the first time around. But um, yeah, I think it goes kind of like straight back. 
Right. And it's, it's a bit it's, narrow. It's, it's kind of a weird lot size, but it's it's a big house, six bedroom, 8,600 square feet. Boy George has lived there. You could live there too. <laughs> How fun. Boy George has lived there. Yeah. Yeah. So she's our loser because yeah, they had to sorry. drop the price yet again. Yet sorry. again. Sorry. Uh, okay. And then the winner, our winner this week is. The win- the winner this week is a government official or former government official. She is Nikki Haley, the former UN ambassador for the U.S. Uh, she was the governor, go- former governor. Yeah, she she was the governor of South Carolina, and then she she went north uh, to work in the in the Trump administration um, at the UN, and she quit that job. I want to say towards the end of last year, towards the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's back in South Carolina. There are rumors again, rumors are swirling that she is going to plot a run for the presidency in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's establishing kind of a, a residence that down there in, in South Carolina, she bought a house for 2.4 million. It's a gorgeous house in Kiowa. I, I, I know I'm probably butchering this name Kiowa Island, mm-hmm. South Carolina. And it had been on the market for $2.8 million, so she scored a little bit of a bargain. There's homes in Kiowa Island that range, you know, up to $20 million, $20 million. I see one for $15, one for wow. $11.6. So, yeah, there, there's some very expensive real estate in this area. So this is a modest Kiowa Island. Yeah, I mean, it's $2.4. Uh, so, yeah, that doesn't even hit the fir- first page of listings in Kiowa Island. I mean. Right. I love it, though. Yeah, yeah, Rachel, I was saying, is this the one that you really liked? Yeah. I thought it's mostly... I think for it's some the, reason, um, I thought you said that you liked the John Wayne Gacy house. <laughs> I said the John Wayne Gacy house was fine, but although upon further reflection, I think we all agreed it was not fine. But no. this was the one that you said when we were... Prior to recording, this was the one that you were like, I love this house. Yeah, it's it's more that I think the outside I like. It's uh-huh. got um, these hundred year old oaks and palm trees, and so the oh, landscaping yeah. is just really cozy. It feels like a newer house on a kind of a historic lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, hate I hate the exterior of this house. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea either. But that's it's very Mediterranean. Um, it's which a, I like which it, you a, yeah you 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 prefer Mediterranean. It's a I, little Mediterranean McMansion though. I mean, yes, yeah. It's what are these? I mean, there's there's probably fifteen different roof lines. There's <laughs> columns. There's you and the roof line. I think I, well, Rachel. I think that you're looking at the the landscaping. Though, no, correct? the landscaping. I agree with Rachel. It's gorgeous, but the the yeah. house itself is. It's not my, yeah. It's it's a mishmash of. I think Mediterranean and mid-century modern are pretty as far away as you can get on the spectrum of design style. So we can see why Eric wouldn't really like. It's this like one. a. It wants to be Mediterranean, but it really is a mansion yeah. at heart. And the inside of the house is fine. It's you know it's it it's like a typical you know million dollar home. I mean it looks you know looks nice, open, airy. It's very beige again. Very bland. It kind of looks like a Orange County housewives home. Like there's a lot of homes like this in Orange County. Yeah, dark wood. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's, you know, it's just nah. I don't know. <laughs> Eric's freaked out by it. <laughs> I'm not freaked out by it. I just uh, the roof lines. The roof lines. The, 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 roof the, lines. The, the, the roof lines on this thing are bonkers. I, I I defy anybody to tell me how many roof lines there are on this home. 
Well, how One, many roof lines two, do you think that there three, should be on a four, house? Five, I didn't know six, that was triggering seven, for you, eight, Gunther. Nine, <laughs> You're 10, 11, 12. There's at least 12, probably more like 15. Eric, being a man of One the mid-century... How one roof line? I have have one roof line. I mean, this house 15. (laughs) There is a lot going on. (laughs) There's a lot going on. You have to admit. But in any event, we have to call Nikki Haley our winner. She got a bargain on this house. It's in a nice location. It it has a lot of great, there's a lot of merit to this house. Okay, well, that is it for House Party. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to read any of the stories that we discussed today, you can go to realtor.com slash news and find them there. Or you can go to Google and type in realtor.com and the topic and the story should show up. You can get a hold of us. If you want to send us an email, you can reach us uh, podcast at realtor.com. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe to get episodes delivered straight to your phone. Also, if you could do us a solid, scroll down if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, give us a review. We say it every week, but it really does help people discover us. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at House Party Pod on all three. We'd love yeah. to hear from you wherever you like to engage in your social media. <laughs> wherever you like to engage. We hope you have a very happy and safe Halloween. We might be coming out with a little something special for you at the end of the month. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.